Escape. See you next week. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. The financial secretary says the SCR is officially in recession and warns that it could get worse. Parents are urged to stay calm and rational when discussing political differences with their children. And overseas President Trump teases a major announcement from the White House tonight. The financial secretary, Paul Chan, has warned that Hong Kong's GDP may shrink for the year as a whole. He was commenting ahead of the release this week of initial growth estimates for the third quarter, which he says will show that the SAR has slipped into recession. Altus Wong reports. Writing on his official blog, Paul Chan gave a clear indication of what to expect when the government releases its initial GDP figures for the third quarter on Thursday. The SAR is in recession. He said the quarter-on-quarter contraction recorded in the three months ending in June had extended into the third quarter. Two successive quarters of contraction is the technical definition of a recession. Without giving any figures, Mr Chan also said that the magnitude of the contraction had increased significantly. The economy shrunk by 0.3% in the second quarter when compared to the previous three months, while headline GDP growth was 0.6%, the same reading as in the first quarter. Given that there are no signs of recovery, the financial secretary believes it will be extremely difficult to achieve an annual growth target of between 0 and 1% this year. He said he did not rule out the possibility that the annual GDP figure will also end in negative territory. He said the economy had come under strain on all fronts, citing a 7.3% fall in exports in September and a 50% drop in tourist arrivals in the first two weeks of this month. Mr Chan said relief measures introduced by the government in the past few months could only ease part of the financial stress on businesses and individuals. He said the true remedy was for all quarters in society to stop violence and to say no to the idea of burning together. He said the community and the economy both need to heal their wounds before they can start a new journey. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Cheung, has described Hong Kong's 260,000 ethnic minority residents as an important source of manpower whose potential shouldn't be overlooked. Writing on his blog, Mr. Cheung said Hong Kong people should be proud of the SAR's inclusiveness, harmony and diversity. He said the administration had promoted policies to help non-Chinese residents, including extra funding for schools that take in minority pupils, support for parents who don't speak Chinese, and more ethnic minority recruitment by the discipline services. A psychologist and government advisor has urged parents to remain calm when discussing politics with their children to avoid deepening family divides at a time of social conflict. Dr. Che Yat-hong, a member of the government's Committee on Homeschool Cooperation, was asked about reports that some parents had thrown their children out of the home after falling out over politics. He said staying rational and avoiding trying to persuade children that they were wrong was vital. At this moment, we have to stay calm and to think more rationally and know more about your reason behind and to explain to the children more patience and to make them understand your views. But don't try to persuade them. Just explain your views. That's, it. That's good enough. I think parents and the children can have different views. Executive Council member Ronnie Tong says months of anti-government protests have left the SAR on the verge of collapse and he's urging leaders of the pro-democracy camp to intervene. Speaking on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong program, Mr. Tong said the government must show its sincerity by promising to discipline any police officer who'd abuse their powers 
but rioters must respect the rights of others by ending their protests. Mr. Tong said the opposition camp had an important role to play. It takes two to tango. The rioters will not listen to reason coming from the SAR government. If they do, they wouldn't be rioting in the first place. But they do listen to political and opinion leaders in opposition. It is time for these leaders to demonstrate their worth and their commitment to Hong Kong. Whatever the argument, we must respect the freedoms of the rest of the community. The freedom to take a different view on a controversial bill or any other political issue for that matter. The freedom to do business in a safe and orderly environment. And the freedom to be protected by the rule of law. That, dare I say, is the true concept of freedom. Turning overseas, the White House says President Trump will make a major statement today following a tweet from the president saying something very big had just happened. No details have been given by Mr. Trump, but there's speculation that it could concern the leader of the Islamic State militant group, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. The statement is due at 9 o'clock Hong Kong time. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Catholic bishops have voted to recommend allowing married men to become priests in remote areas, breaking with a centuries-old tradition of celibacy in the church. The vote followed a Vatican synod, synod on the Amazon region, where there's a big shortage of priests for indigenous communities. Speaking at the end of the synod, Cardinal Michael Cerny, the Archbishop of Benevento, explained the decision. Things have to change. We cannot keep repeating old responses to urgent problems and expect to get better results than we've been getting so far. And the first change, and the Pope himself said it's the most important one, is the pastoral change. It's the way in which the church is church and acts as church among its people. That we have to do better in bringing the good news of Jesus Christ to everyone. There have been more clashes between police and protesters in Barcelona following another huge demonstration against the jailing of nine Catalan separatist leaders. Some protesters threw bottles and fireworks at the police who responded with tear gas and rubber bullets. The BBC's Sarah Rainsford was there. The sentencing of separatist activists and politicians has angered many. And this young man told me the rallies and calls for Catalan independence won't stop. If we don't do anything, for sure it's going to stay the same. I think that the only way to do it is to go out on the street and protest and, and do stuff like this. But this issue splits Catalan society in two. And today, those who want to stay part of Spain will take to the streets to make sure that their voices too can be heard. Anti-corruption campaigners have criticised a decision by Papua New Guinea's government to give every member of parliament a car. The government bought dozens of luxury vehicles and 80 lesser models to use at a three-day Asia-Pacific summit last year, but has failed to sell them. This report from the BBC's Steve Jackson. Papua New Guinea is one of the poorest countries in the Pacific, but spent an estimated $135 million hosting the APEC meeting in 2018. The ongoing saga of the summit cars has caused the greatest public anger. Forty Maserati supercars and three Bentleys were purchased, along with scores of other vehicles. Some of them disappeared after the meeting and had to be tracked down by police. Now, instead of selling them to recoup the costs, the government has decided to give them to MPs. It insists they will only be using the cars while on official duties, but campaigners say it doesn't look good. A cardigan worn by Kurt Cobain, the lead singer of the rock band Nirvana, has sold at auction for more than 330,000 US dollars. The BBC's Victoria Bourne reports. <laughs> 
The green acrylic and mohair cardigan is instantly recognisable for fans of Nirvana as Kurt Cobain wore it during this performance of the band's famed MTV Unplugged Live album, recorded just five months before his death in 1994. The tattered cardigan with its burn hole and various stains was one of 700 pieces of rock and roll memorabilia that went under the hammer at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York. Cobain's left-handed Fender Mustang guitar, which he used during the band's In Utero tour, sold for £265,000. Sport Wales and South Africa will battle it out this afternoon for a place in the final of the Rugby World Cup in Japan. They're fighting for the chance to take on England, who made it through to their first final in 12 years after a convincing victory over the three-time world champions New Zealand. For the Welsh, would be a first final. They haven't lost a competitive fixture in more than a year, but their skills coach, Neil Jenkins, still expects a fierce contest. It's a very, very tough game for us. We, we know that. You know, we've done pretty well against them over the last few years. But, you know, it's nice to get across the line and actually beat South Africa. Uh, I wouldn't say our record is brilliant in history against them, but obviously has been over the last few years. Um, but again, Sunday's a different kettle of fish. The World Cup semi-final and, uh, you know, we need to put it all on the line, basically. In Formula One, there's been controversy ahead of tonight's Mexican Grand Prix. Red Bull's Max Verstappen won pole position on Saturday's qualifying, but was then docked three places after failing to slow down for a yellow flag following a crash. Ferrari's Charles Leclerc is now at the front of the grid, just ahead of teammate Sebastian Vettel. Reigning world champion and championship leader Lewis Hamilton starts third. To end the news, our top stories once again. The financial secretary says the SAR is officially in recession and warns it could get worse. Parents are urged to stay calm and rational when discussing political differences with their children. And overseas President Trump teases a major announcement from the White House tonight. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Just cause I ain't never read no nothing worth having, never, ever, never, ever. You ain't got no call not to think I wouldn't fall into thinking I ain't too clever. And it ain't not having one thing, no, not another, either, neither is it anything, whatever. And it's not not knowing that there ain't nothing showing and no answer to the name of Trevor.